What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today comes courtesy of Edward A. on Twitter, who let us know that the infamous cannonball run record has just been broken again, not once, but multiple times. For anyone unfamiliar, the cannonball run is essentially a highly illegal speed record. It's infamous in the United States. The goal is to drive from New York City, New York, to Los Angeles, California, as quickly as possible. It's named after a guy called Irwin Cannonball Baker. Baker made and broke numerous driving records during his glory days in the early decades of the 20th century. If you're a traditionalist for the Cannonball Run, you start the race at the Red Ball Garage in Manhattan, and you end up somehow at the Portofino Hotel in Redondo Beach, California. Depending on how the driver team approaches it, you're looking at a distance of around 4,500 kilometers or 2,800 miles here in the U.S. The older pre-pandemic record was 27 hours and 25 minutes. It was set by a three-man driving team of Arne Toman, Doug Tabbitt, and Berkeley Chadwick. And they put a lot of preparation into this. They took a 2015 Mercedes-Benz E63 AMG across the continent. 
they had an average speed of about 171 kilometers per hour. That's about 106 miles per hour. And it is astonishing that they did not get pulled over. The car was heavily modified. It was kitted out with 800 horsepower. They had an extra fuel cell in the trunk. Uh, They also had a bevy of sensory equipment to give them a heads up if the police caught their trail, either on the road or from the air in a helicopter. They also, by the way, camouflaged their admittedly wicked ride to look a little more like a Honda or a VW sedan. And most importantly, they had a team of almost 20 lookouts who were ranging ahead to help them steer clear of any construction, road hazards like accidents, and again, I cannot emphasize this enough, police. But now, this record has been broken. The current record holders are remaining anonymous for a while, probably to let the heat die down. They took a 2019 Audi A8L on a route from New York to L.A. at those traditional stop and start points, the Red Ball Garage and Portofino Hotel. Their specific route totals up to 4,546.9 kilometers or 2,825.3 miles. And like the previous record holders, they officially say they have an average of 106 miles per hour, but that's maybe undercutting it. They did this, by the way, in only 26 hours and 38 minutes. And They are not the only ones who broke the record. In fact, the record has been broken at least seven times during the coronavirus pandemic as would-be racers, well, uh, race to take advantage of the reduced police force and the reduced driver presence on the road. According to the reporter Ed Boylan, it's not just the main record that's been broken here. The solo driver, the diesel-powered, and the coast-to-coast-to-coast cannonball records have all fallen. The last one, the coast-to-coast and back-to-another-coast, that record had almost 20 hours shaved off the previous record time. The group who set that new record of 26 hours and 38 minutes had apparently inspired multiple other would-be record breakers to hit the pavement, hit the gas, and burn some rubber. The reporter, Ed Boylan, is, by the way, speaking from authority here. He has competed in this. He's a record holder. And now he's uh, an authority when it comes to this speed record. There's not a real official body for this, not a recognized one, because, again, it's illegal. But throughout the racing world, it is highly respected, and it's kind of a dream record to set. The new record holders are supposedly working on a documentary that's going to accompany their official announcement. But Boylan has been in contact with them and confirmed the accuracy of their statements to his satisfaction. Now, of course, we're probably not supposed to condone this activity. It is both illegal and, as you could imagine, dangerous. But you have to admit, it's kind of cool. And it's important to have hobbies, right? In either case, stay safe out there, speed demons.
our next story concerns another record-breaking development, but one that is much more disturbing. The first-time filings for unemployment insurance totaled up 2.44 million just last week as we're dealing with the ongoing consequences of the coronavirus shutdown. That's 2.44 million here in the U.S. Dow Jones uh, surveyed a number of economists and uh, they had been looking for something around that for 2.4 million first-time claims. The seasonally adjusted total is still far above anything the nation had seen pre-pandemic, and it is the seventh straight week of a declining pace following the record peak of 6.9 million claims that arrived in late March. A review from last week brought the number down substantially. Originally, people were saying it would be something like 2.98 million. Now it's 2.69 million. And in the full nine weeks since the lockdown has closed large swaths of the U.S. economy, some 38.6 million workers have filed claims, at least confirmed. The level of continuing claims gives us a more clear picture of how unemployment is still around, very much a concern, even with multiple states partially reopening uh, their public businesses, the restaurants, the bars, and the bowling alleys, and so on. The total unemployment for the week that ended May 9th was 25.07 million, and that's an increase of 2.52 million from the week before. The four-week moving average jumped by 2.3 million to just above 22 million. Chris Rupke, a chief financial economist at MUFG Union Bank, said, net-net, the states may be opening back up, but the labor market is still closed for millions across America, and the loss of the income and spending of those without jobs will be a considerable headwind for this economic recovery. Uh, By headwind, uh, Rupke means this is a complicating factor. In other words, we're not out of the financial woods yet, and we don't know when that will be the case. At the state level, the biggest drop came here in Georgia, where Strange News Daily is recording. Georgia saw a decline of 66,224 filings from a week earlier. That's according to the data that wasn't adjusted for very seasonal factors. The largest jump in unemployment claims comes in California. They saw an increase of 33,448. There's an important thing to note here. Even though those total national numbers appear to be on the decline, the unemployment numbers themselves are staggering. They are well beyond anything the United States has seen in the past. Along with the 25 million unemployed, that's what we get from the continuing claims, there are another 2.23 million claims under what's called the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program. And then there's the other Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Program that has an additional 167, 727 claims. Those two similarly named programs, by the way, are supposed to give funding for states to pay up to 39 weeks of unemployment benefits for people who are either not eligible for standard unemployment benefits or people who have exhausted their normal compensation. However, 
as we know, these kind of numbers can give us a picture of what's happening on the ground, but the economy itself is not the people. And the effects of large-scale unemployment can carry on for months or even years after the passing of a pandemic. Our third story today. It's no secret that some people seem blessed with an unusually robust metabolism. You probably have a a friend or two like this, you know, that lucky duck who can just scarf junk food left and right and never seem to gain a pound, regardless of the soda or cheesecake that they're shoveling down their throat. I mean, sure, regular disciplined exercise can explain a lot of that, right? The caloric intake versus the output. But what about genetics? It appears scientists may have finally found a skinny gene. That's G-E-N-E, by the way. So according to some early research that was published just yesterday in the journal Cell, scientists might have discovered a gene that helps super skinny individuals stay so rail thin. And this could potentially be a gateway to new treatments for tackling obesity. This international team of scientists said they've identified a genetic variant that's unique to thin individuals. It's located in what's known as the ALK gene. The ALK gene here makes a protein that's evolved in cell growth. The scientists pinpointed this genetic variant after looking at DNA samples and clinical data from people located in Estonia. And it's pretty. It's a pretty robust sample size. Uh, it looks at data from forty-seven thousand Estonians, all between the ages of twenty and forty-four. The senior author of the study, Josef Penninger, is a professor in the Department of Medical Genetics and the director of the Life Sciences Institute at the University of British Columbia. Professor Penninger says the Estonia Biobank is unique in its detail. We looked at the genetic maps of people with a BMI, that's body mass index, below 18 and compared them with those of people of normal weight. And we found this genetic variant that correlated with being, and these are Professor Penninger's words here, super skinny. And then the team took the next step. They examined how the ALK gene functions in other living things like mice and flies. Now, this is an important comparison. Scientists already know that a mutated form of the ALK gene and the protein can drive the development of tumors. Mutated forms of the gene and protein have been found in non-small cell lung cancer, in anaplastic large cell lymphoma, and in a brain cancer known as neuroblastoma. These new findings suggest that a different mutation of this gene could play a role in thinness and a role in resistance to gaining weight. So the next step is to test this, right? The scientists conducted experiments on flies and mice, and they found that when you delete the gene, you get thinner versions of both flies and mice. Professor Penninger says, we gave the mice what amounted to a McDonald's diet. The normal mice got obese and the ones without the ALK gene stayed skinny. The mouse studies also suggest that the ALK gene tells fat tissues to burn more fat from food. 
There have been previous studies in much larger populations with larger sample sizes that have shown a suggestive but not necessarily strong signal of an association with body weight in that area of the genome. Uh, and it was unlikely that this variation would somehow be unique to Estonians. Professor Penninger says treatments targeting this gene may help scientists fight obesity in the future. Now, before we get excited, because I know a lot of us are on a lockdown quarantine diet, we have to remember the key phrase there is in the future. Right now, as we record this, there's no better way to lose weight than to eat responsibly and I know a lot of people hate hearing this, to drink water and to exercise. So good luck out there, folks. One last thing. We're entering a long weekend here in the U.S., and super producer Dylan and I are planning to take a holiday. Monday, May 25th, is Memorial Day here. It's a U.S. holiday observed on the last Monday of May, wherein we honor the men and women who have died while serving in the U.S. military. Thank you so much for tuning in to Strange News Daily as always, and we'll be back with you on Tuesday, May 26th. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about to hit us up with your best slash worst jokes, puns, or dad jokes. Or more importantly, to give us your personal experience with COVID-19 on the ground. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the global woods by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter. Or reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter or at BenBolin on Instagram. Recently, we heard from at Silkworm with a Y on Twitter, who says, kicking off my birthday with ridiculous history and strange daily. Happy birthday, Silkworm, a.k.a. List B. We hope this message finds you in good health, and we hope that you have a heck of a day, coronavirus notwithstanding. Remember, a birthday is one of the most important holidays. It's your own personal New Year's. And here's hoping you treat it as such. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you for tuning in. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.